welcome back everyone sorry this is a saturday instead of uh thursday we had uh scheduling and then weather issues uh if you leave li live in the new england area you kind of know what's going on if you don't then you probably hear about it on the news or you're dealing with your own weather issue because everywhere is weather problems gonna do some uh comic book stuff an unboxing for a uh, leak crepe December box, and then also uh, talk about some of the awesome and also sad news that's been going around in the Nerdish community. So let's first, uh, we'll, we'll hit the news on some happy news. Deadpool 2 has been moved up to a May release date. That's right, we're getting two Marvel movies in May. First, Infinity War, and then about two weeks later, Deadpool 2. Apparently, for whatever reasoning, it was moved up to not coincide with releases in foreign markets when New Mutants come out. Also, New Mutants in the Gambit movie have been pushed back to 2019. So, Gambit has lost its Valentine's Day release date in 2019, and it's getting more of a summer release date. It's also the third director they've lost, so... Who knows what type of movie it's going to be. Will it be good? Will it be bad? And some more good news. Uh, it was just greenlit over the weekend. Um, a solo Black Widow movie with Scarlett Johansson. Who knows what this will entail. If it will just show how she became the Black Widow. Or if it will be more about her doing a solo mission and passing on the mantle of Black Widow to someone else. So they can also have a reoccurring Black Widow character in the MCU because or if they're going to extend Scarlett Johansson's contract to still be in Avengers movies and some sad news uh, a nursing home staff w out was trying to uh, sue Stan Lee under sexual allegations now as it turns out these allegations are false Stanley's attorneys have spoken out saying that these people, before they even started seeking legal counsel, demanded money from him. They are only after his money. Stanley did not do any of that, and most of the fans and people out there who know about Stanley know he wouldn't do that sort of thing. And also, sad news if you live in uh, Vermont, you may or may not have heard. Uh, our local comic book shop, Killer Rabbit, is actually closing at the end of the month. It's not due to any financial issues, so I don't want any of you freaking people that go blaming SJW Marvel for killing a local comic book shop. It's not Marvel. What's happening is the owners wish to be closer to family, so they are... Uh, going to be moving back to New Jersey so they can live closer with family. As some of you might know, it's hard to be away from family members. Some people are able to handle, they're able to do their everyday life, but sometimes it's hard. Business was doing good for them, and I wish them luck where, if they choose to, uh, where they go into New Jersey. Now we'll move into the comic book news. We have Gwenpool 
number 24, Lost in the Plot, part one. Now, this is kind of also sad news. It's also the first part of the finale of Gwenpool, because next month issue, issue number 25, will be the final issue of Gwenpool. Probably not the last we'll see of her character, because as you know, just because their book ends does not mean this character ends. I hope we'll see her in future things, because she is a fun, cool character. And it's more Gwenpool re-teaming up with uh, Backtrack the Leaper, pulling off heists and stuff. She's trying to be a villain again so she doesn't get cancelled in her book. But Backtrack accidentally tricks Gwen into helping him with Robin Hood situations where they are stealing from criminals that are stealing money from people. And I kind of like that, where he knows this isn't the road that she's supposed to be taking. He's trying to help her out. And she does a very heartful goodbye to Backtrack because he was sort of like a father figure to her in this book. And he, she was saying how this will be the last time he's this cool, that some other writer will come in and change him and make him back into a third-rate villain like he was before. Uh, who knows? I kind of hope they keep this backtrack leaper. He was cool. He wasn't a joke character. He was actually kind of serious. And I liked that reimagining of certain characters like that. Next, we have The Punisher, Punisher War Machine Part 3. If you haven't been following this storyline, this is when Frank Castle had redonned the War Machine armor and he's fighting in a third world country trying to free it, finding anyone that will uh, stand against this terrible government when really he's on a mission for Nick Fury to collect S.H.I.E.L.D. tech because S.H.I.E.L.D. agents were over there protecting this country, but when S.H.I.E.L.D. no longer exists thanks to uh, Hydra Cap... The bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that were there with their own similar Iron Man war machine tech had become mercenaries and are now working for the dictator. So it's up to Frank Castle to bring justice to it. I highly suggest you read this. It's a nice, entertaining book. It has a lot of cool action and uh, more of the young pups who think they can tell the old soldier what to do and he puts them in their place every time. Next, we have Phoenix Resurrection Part 3, or number 3. This shows the mutants all coming together, trying to find out where the Phoenix is and where Jean Grey is. They have dug up Jean Grey's grave, and they have learned that Jean Grey's body is gone. They don't know where it is, so they're now assuming that she is with the Phoenix. They go to Emma Frost to try and find out where uh Jean Grey or the other psychics are. The other psychics will be revealed what they were doing in Jean Grey number 12, which will also be the final issue of that book. That will be coming out at the end of the this month. And uh, for whatever reasoning, Emma Frost just is doing her own thing. She doesn't want to get involved any more than she already has. We'll probably find out why she's doing nothing in uh, Jean Grey number 12. They showed more of Jean Grey's Weird Psychic City, they showed a young man Logan 
And we don't know if that is the Wolverine or if it's just an illusion created by the Phoenix because we have seen that there is Magneto in there too. So maybe they're trying to help uh, Jean out or for whatever reasoning. But she's having some weird freak out. So we don't know if this is adult Jean Grey coming back to life like it is or if somehow the young Jean Grey from the future is also this Jean Grey and that they're just becoming one person. I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with that. And we'll find, unfortunately, next week there will not be an issue. They are taking a break and then they're going to do issue four in two weeks. And then issue five will come out the same time as Jean Grey number two. I mean, number 12. Next, we got Miss Marvel number 26, Teenage Wasteland part two, I believe. And in it, it's more Miss Marvel's friends that don't really know that Kamala's a superhero, but they're trying to step in because Kamala's nowhere to be seen, and also Miss Marvel's nowhere to be seen. Oddly enough, they haven't put the two together that they're the same person. But, anyways, you kind of see Zoe running away from another one of these creatures. Supposedly, it's supposed to be the inventor, but... It looks like it's someone else because they showed an older man in a bird costume when more of before the inventor was a genetically modified bird villain that had the brain of Thomas Edison that was evil because that's a thing. And in it, Red Dagger's teaming up with them trying to help solve this case. And then Zoe goes missing because she figured out where the inventor's hideout was and ha- got captured. So now all of Kamala's friends are coming together to try and find out what's going on. Could the inventor be behind her disappearance? Or does Kamala really given up being a superhero? Who knows? Now we have the final issue of Secret Warriors number 12. I didn't feel like it deserved to be going on this long after Secret Empire, but they I liked how they continued and finished the story that they had set up in Secret Empire as to not leave off any uh, loose ends. And this chap, this book is just basically a farewell party to the team. Uh, Moon Girl tricks everyone in, that was on the Secret Warriors team into showing up, thinking it was her birthday, so everyone brought a cake. And... They just sit around playing board games. Um, Ilya, or I can't pronounce her real name, so I'm just going to call her by her hero name. Magic was there, and she teleported into the kitchen and was eating a bunch of cake and basically took stole two of the cakes when she left. They kind of had the characters leave in the order that they first appeared in in the Secret Empire book. So the first one to leave was Magic. Then they had... Uh, Karnak, then they had Miss Marvel, then they had Dante leave, and then they had uh, Quake leave. No, wait, they had Quake leave, then Dante, and then Karnak came back to spend some time with his son Lear and Devil Dinosaur. It was kind of a sweet and sappy ending, and they had a real heart to heart with uh, Moon Girl and Karnak, where it's kind of hinting that when Moon Girl grows up, that she may or may not be the new leader of the Inhumans. I look forward to seeing if 
Marvel will ever continue this storyline or can keep some of the ideas that were made in this book. It was very nice and fun, and I liked what they were doing with magic, and she was just adorable in this. There's a scene where um, she basically says, the X-Men don't get cake. I think it's more like the X-Men don't share their cake. Next we have uh, part five of Venom, Inc. This is uh, Venom number 160. As you can see, it's a, the variant cover, Dark Avengers, not the normal Venom, Inc. cover. I liked this one better. It was cool. The reason why they did this Dark Avengers variant cover is because this was also the week that No Surrender started, a 40-part weekly comic that would have been about $4.99 uh, each week of this huge story combining all the Avengers team, Team Unity, Team, uh, the, uh, uh, all these different Avengers teams that were kind of unnecessary, and they're doing a world event. I read the first issue when I was at uh, Killer Rabbit. I didn't care for it, so I decided not to pick it up. It's, some people might like it, some people might not. I just didn't want to spend that much money on getting hooked on a series that's going to be once a week, every week, and that's going to be $5 a week for the next few months. I have other stuff I want to spend my money on. But anyways, um, this is more of Spider-Man, Venom, Anti-Venom, and Black Cat coming together with Mania, and they're saving the day, they're kicking butt, they're uh, freeing all of Black Cat's henchmen, but for some reason they're still attacking Spider-Man, even though he keeps telling them they're on the same side this time. And they're trying to defeat Maniac, who is Lee, who was one of the worst Venoms, who after, he was the host of Venom after Flash lost his symbiote. And he got it and became a villain, and then from there, it went back to Eddie Brock. So, uh, next week we'll be get the final issue... Venom Inc. Omega, which will explain any of the loose ends and stuff, and be very interesting. And then uh, finally, we got Gotham City Garage number seven. Now, this was a nice little setup because they've shown that the team has broken up into different groups to recruit as many heroes or other heroes that they can find to form an army to fight Lex Luthor. And in it, they left uh, behind their uh, mechanic, who they reveal is actually the niece of Jeremy or John Irons, who was Steel, if you don't know that part of uh, DC lore or anything. Uh, Steel is also... An, a superhero Metropolis with, fought alongside Superman, and he was also played by Shaq in that live-action movie from the 90s, if anyone remembers that. And she's kind of uh, being badass. She's fighting this, the Flash, basically, but it's unclear if it's Barry Allen or Wally West. It is just a, brain, a brainwashed individual that 
was given the speed force doesn't really know what he's doing all he's doing is constantly messing with her so for five days she's hunted and hunted him and built an amazo bike because supergirl destroyed amazo and when she reverse engineered she found out it can steal other super it can mimic other superpowers that that it's nearby so she turns it into a motorcycle and harnesses the speed force to go after him and beats him down and he tries to beg for mercy and stuff and she just straight up kills him they had they do have a lot of death in this book and i kind of like how a lot of stakes are raised they deprogrammed bruce wayne finally but he's still on lex luthor's side so why was he reprogrammed in the first place if he was already on lex's side i think there's something else that lex luthor is hiding that bruce wayne found out about and he erased it from his memory so who knows we'll find out more about this in two weeks when the next issue comes out That's it for the comics, and next we'll be doing the Loot Crate unboxing. First, I gotta take a drink here. This was, I believe, December's theme was Explore, and... I know it had uh, Star Wars and some other stuff that was going to be good. So in it, there is this Infernal Evil t-shirt. And the reason why I call it an evil t-shirt is because this shirt made uh, them all delay all the loot crates for December a few weeks because of they didn't get them in time. And as a Destiny 2 shirt... I don't really play Destiny, so it, it does look kind of cool, but because I'm not really a fan of Destiny, it doesn't wow me like it probably should. Next, we have this Gears of War 4 item. It's called a Mark II Lancer. And I think this got put in my box by mistake because it says Loot Gaming. It's sealed up, so I'll save that for a little later. Ooh, cool. A Guardians of the Galaxy 2 mini calendar. So that's kind of nice. It's a 16-month calendar, so it probably does some of uh, 2019. Who knows? This is kind of cool. This is normally like $7.99. I paid about $20 something for the box, so this kind of is worth it price wise. And next we have a Star Wars Adventure book. It's not really a comic book, it is from IW Publisher, it's a Loot Crate exclusive. It's Disney, so I don't know why it wasn't done through Marvel. But it looks like it's just Ray. And if you look in the top corner here, it looks like the sarcastic robot from Rogue One. So I don't know if that means that robot survived. If he did, 
yay because everyone loves that robot. He was just so sarcastic and awesome. And for the uh, pen was a little rocket ship. Oh, apparently this calendar is actually a Loot Crate exclusive that you, you can't get in stores. They only sold it to them. And, uh, this is actually supposed to be a mystery option. So, I guess everyone would get a different item or whatever. From what I'm reading, explore other crates with your favorite exclusive, uh... Items and Marvel gear plus loot anime. Yada, yada, yada. Get a 50% explore 15 for use this code explore 15 for 15% off any other crate. So let's see what this thing is. Oh, is this what I think it is? Oh, it is. It's a replica of their signature uh, gun. The little chainsaw gun rifle thing. And it comes with its own stand that you can set up and build to have on display. I think that's kind of cool. That's worth some money. And, uh, all right, well, right now that's all we have for this week. Until next week, keep on keeping on. Have a good week. Stay warm and have fun.